He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Pierre Hood on Shom 97.7. Good morning, Pierre. Good morning, Terry. How are you today? Well, it's hard to be in a bad mood with weather like this, don't you think? <laughs> it's hard to be in a bad mood with, with the weather like this. And probably for Habs fans, yeah. it's, it's hard to be in a bad mood after the first win in the, in tie-breaking situation <laughs> on Saturday night. Boy, was it great to uh, to finally put an end to that, to get that monkey off their back, eh, Pierre? Yeah, I suppose you saw Carey Price's gesture on the ice. I did. Yeah. <laughs> when he did when he did take the monkey out of his shoulders. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it, it yeah. was it was nice to see there was a lo- a lot of joy. You, you could you could see on almost every player's face after the uh the end of the game they they all they all looked very happy and very relieved. They did. And uh it, although it was uh, it was one of those uh, other it was another of those strange games, Terry, yeah, that yeah, we've sure seen was. so often this year. But at the same time, uh they did a lot of good on Saturday. They actually dominated the Canucks. For some reason there was that uh, little uh, sleep in the second period. Yeah. Which which is hard to explain. Uh but overall they, they the Habs totally dominated. I mean they ended up with forty shots on the net. 39 other shots toward the net. Um, and uh, it was, uh, it, I mean, the two points are well-deserved. It wasn't the prettiest way to get those two points, but at least they did. And uh, that's, I suppose, that's the bottom line that you have to, uh, to, to be satisfied with. At one point, I was watching, keeping my eyes on, on Brendan Gallagher, who just never stops amazing Canadians fans, I think. I know he never stops amazing me. And yeah. I thought to myself, this guy is going to be captain of this team one 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 year in the in the next little while. He he's I mean, I, and I'm I'm not taking anything away from Shea Weber, but uh, you have to include Brendan Gallagher in the conversation about leaders on this club. He just he just just doesn't stop, and 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 really really was a dominant figure on Saturday night. Don't you agree, Pierre? Absolutely. And I think that uh, he's back to his dominant uh, style and form uh, for uh, for at least a couple of weeks now, yeah. regardless of who he played with. Because, of course, Terry, the uh, the the reunion of, of the Dano line uh, has been has been a, a very good move by Dominique Duchamp. I understand uh, why Dominique Duchamp broke the line. I think that at one point it was especially uh, done in order to uh, to help Nick Suzuki get out of his slump and not to hurt his confidence. And I think that he wanted to have that type of a warrior with Nick Suzuki in order to, quote-unquote, protect and, and, and surround young Suzuki. But, but Dominique Duchamp found out that... Uh, it was it was better to to reunite the line and have the and have the overall performance that we we've uh, we've been used to from those three together and boy did they have one heck of a game on saturday now something terry that i'm realizing and we watched closely in the antichambre offices the other night is that i think that brendan gallagher himself and along with the coaching staff they are managing his ice time better Mm-hmm. Let me explain that. I think that uh, Brendan Gallagher, the way he plays, cannot do, cannot play those 45, 46, 47 seconds shifts all the time, average. I think he has to be around 40. And he ended up the game the other night with 38 seconds per shift. But, wow. he, still, but he still played 25 shifts, you know? 
Yeah. So I think I think that's a wise approach, and I think that it's a wise thing uh, f- in order to to have him at, at maximum speed all the time. You have to make sure that he doesn't stay on on the ice too long, and uh, that's good management management from him and good management from the coaching staff as well. And uh, there was a, it's a bit of a roller coaster ride with Carey Price. Eh? There was a. There was one of the goals where I thought, "Oh gosh, you know, <laughs> geez, damn!" And then, and then he makes all these amazing saves, and uh, and of course in the shootout he was he was uh, imperial, as you would say. Yeah, I, I use the word often, but in yeah. this case, I guess it applies. Yeah, and you're sure right. Does. And you're right. He was barely seven fifty in terms of uh, average yeah. uh, during the game, the regular part of the game. Uh, seven fifty is not up to uh, is not even close to be up to par. Uh, but he, he, he actually was absolutely brilliant in the, in the shootout situation. I mean, we all know how, how he likes a challenge, you know. And uh, he had one heck of a challenge in this shootout situation. And I think he did, uh, he did amazing. As was Braden Holby as well uh, in, the, uh, in the overtime period. Yeah. I mean, the save on, the, on Jonathan Drouet was just amazing. So, uh, I, you know, the two... The two like to to uh, face each other. They, they've they've said it, and the records speak for themselves. They have uh, great records, uh, both of them against the opponent. Uh, but um, the bottom line is, Carey Price was just a tad better uh, in the shootout situation, and he played his role at the right moment at the end of the game. Yeah, not only that, but he's uh, he's now he's the fourth member of the squad in the overtime. It it. Obviously, looks to me like uh, you know Dominic Ducharme has said, "Listen, if you need to regroup, get the puck to carry because he can handle the puck." That happened a lot in overtime. Of course, and and I think it's uh, that's pretty creative too. Yeah, it's and smart. It, it, it is smart too because he handles the puck so well, right? Yeah. Uh, he's like you, you may probably you will probably see Mike Smith tonight, and we'll talk about the orders at the end of our chat. But Mike Smith is another goalie that loves to handle the puck. So why not use this situation if you think you are going to mess up <laughs> at one point? And, <laughs> and although it wasn't pretty, and although a lot of people were saying, me, well, why were they so conservative? Why were they so defensive? Yeah. Well, when you're trying to get out of a, of, of, a, of a pattern that goes on and on and on, well, maybe it takes those little awkward uh, or quote-unquote awkward uh, ways to do things, and then you regroup, and then the confidence builds back. And I think this is what's going to happen as of now. I think nobody was happier than the gang at uh, L'Antichambre. I watched on Friday night. Boy, were they unhappy with the overtime thing? <laughs> they were. They were so angry with the with the with the the, the players that uh, Dominic Ducharme was uh, uh, starting. And I thought, wow, these yeah. guys are really crabby. They better win tomorrow night. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you know, what I like about the coach, though, Terry, and you, you've heard the comments on L'Antichambre as well yeah, on yeah, Friday, yeah. he doesn't shy away from his decisions. No, he backs uh, them up. He backs them up. Yeah. And, and it's, not, it's not for the sake of backing them up. It's yeah. because there, is, there, is, there are reasons behind decisions. Yeah. And he tries to explain the decisions the best he can. And uh, at least... At least it's not uh, uh, it's not taken lightly by the the new coach. I love the way he he speaks to the, to the press because when he speaks to the press, he speaks to the fans. Wow. And I love the way he does it, and I yeah. love how generous he is 
and how uh, he can explain so well why he's done this, why he's done that. Well, and what, what's great about L'Antichambre is everybody everybody speaks their mind. All the guys are, you know, they, they don't hold back. They're just being themselves, and it's it's so authentic to watch. It's one of the things that I love watching about. And, and most of, most of the the fun comes from the fact yeah. that they're all, they all played the game or they all yeah. coached the game. Yeah, they've and, all been uh, there. And I'll tell you what, if one if one of those nights, if one Saturday night Jess throws you out of the house, <laughs> you should you should come to the Antichambre office. You'll have a ball yeah. watching the three periods with those guys. No this kidding, is, boy. Yeah, the behind the scene is the behind the scene is just as juicy <laughs> as as in front of the cameras. <laughs> Listen, I, first of all, I'm going to take you up on that. I would love to do that. Um, and second of all, let's talk about this week, uh, Pierre. I, this is an interesting week. When I looked at the schedule, the, the Oilers are here for a game Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So they're here all week. And do yeah. I do I understand, have I got the bubble thing right? Can, like, can they go out for a walk? Yeah, they can go out, they can go out for a walk. Okay. Uh, they, have, they have to... Um, they have to comply uh, to the, uh, the the restricted areas. I mean, you 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 can't you can't be in a group. Right. That's that, that's the, the I would say the first uh, to make it simple. You can't be as a group outside the bubble. Gotcha. Uh, but uh, and it and it and it varies, of course, from one region to another. Like here, restaurants are closed. Right. They are not closed in Ottawa, for instance. So. Uh, so the bottom line is that uh, it's it's a little bit more uh, open than it was in the playoffs, but you still have to comply to the rules of the NHL and of course the local rules. Uh, but I'll tell you what, the bubble suits the the orders pretty well these days, Terry, because after starting the season three and six, they are eighteen and seven the last twenty five. Wow. wow! And as much as we talk about the two headed monster, <laughs> Drysdale and McDavid, yeah. How how about this? This defenseman pairing, Darnell Nurse and Tyson Barry, wow. they have 55 points together. Wow, 30 points for Barry, but the but the real deal, the total package, is Darnell Nurse. He's in full bloom right now. Uh, he's uh, one of the top defensemen in the NHL in most categories, including a just amazing average time of 25 minutes and 34 seconds on the ice. How about that? And, and, and having 10 goals, 25 points, having 83 shots, having a differential of plus 21, he can still rack up 40 minutes of penalty, 77 hits, and 60 block shots. Wow. Isn't those this are, amazing? Yeah, those are those are quite something. That's uh, Boy, that's quite a run of stats. Who, who do you think gets the start in net tonight, Pierre? I think that you have to come back with Carey Price. Yeah, I think I that, uh, you, you know, you, you always want to win that first game. I'm not saying that Jake Allen cannot win the game. What I'm saying is that if, if you want to establish the pace, maybe you can go Price, Allen, Price. Maybe you can go Price, Price, Allen, Price right. uh, with the, the three game with those four games in six nights. It all depends. The, the situation is different this week, Terry, because there's a day off in between games. Mm-hmm. So the, game, the games are on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Okay. So that's, that's the, the, the difference this week. So it gives a little bit more breathing room to Dominique Duchamp to, uh, to practice, to, to give days off, and to, uh, and to pace the way he's going to use the goalies. Okay. Um, well, uh, so game time tonight, 7 o'clock? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Seven o'clock tonight, and uh, right. we'll talk about uh, 
the way things go tomorrow morning. Yes, sir. We'll be watching tonight, Pierre. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great week, Terry.